The Green Bay Packers went in to AT&T Stadium in frigid Dallas, seven-point underdogs. They left having absolutely bludgeoned the Dallas Cowboys, tying the franchise record for points scored in a playoff game, a 48-32 to butt whooping that wasn't even as close as the final score. We are live on YouTube, breaking it all down. Jordan Love, Aaron Jones, a little bit of Joe Barry, and the Green Bay Packers suddenly look as dangerous as any team in the NFC. Let's go. You are Locked On Packers. Your daily Green Bay Packers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. You are Locked On Packers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Peter Bukowski, and I cover the Packers for The Leap newsletter. I would love for you to subscribe to. Follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter, Locked On Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked On Packers, the number one Packers podcast on the internet. And the show for fans who know what happened, they want to know why and how. How? Thanks to everyone who makes Locked On Packers their first listen every day. We hope you like starting your day with us as much as we like starting our day with you. And today's Victory Monday episode of Locked On Packers brought to you by our friends at Game Time. The last-minute tickets, the lowest price guaranteed. Use the code Locked On for $20 off your first purchase. Let's get the playoff chain out because the Green Bay Packers Put it on the Dallas Cowboys on Sunday afternoon at AT&T. They wanted the ball from the jump. They took it. And they went right down the field. A 12-play drive. They jump out to a 7-0 lead. They had a 27-0 lead at one point in this game. Seven carries from Aaron Jones on that first drive. And Jordan Love. Ends the game nearly, nearly flawless. Nearly flawless. Had the incompletion at the end, or he would have had a perfect pass rating. Had a perfect pass rating. They're up 30-plus, and they put in Sean Clifford with just under six minutes left, and the Cowboys come down, and they score a quick 16. Not exactly how it, it would have gone. Uh, but this, this performance from this offense, 48 points. 48 points against the Dallas Cowboys defense that, look, what did I tell you last week at the end? Thursday and Friday, we talked about this Cowboys defense was gettable. And them in man coverage, they respected the Packers so much. They didn't even play a bunch of man coverage in this game. They, they tried to play zone early, and Jordan Love just ate them up. And they played with balance. The best, frankly, the best four-game stretch of Aaron Jones' career right now. He's in the midst of that stretch. Over the last four games, Ryan Wood had this stat. 21 carries for a buck 27 against Carolina. 20 for 120 against the Vikings. 22 for 111 against the Bears. 21 for 118 against the Cowboys. This is what 
you want Aaron Jones for in the postseason. Three touchdowns in this one. Couldn't quite get to uh, what he did to the Cowboys a couple years ago. But it didn't matter. They played with balance. And they played with force. They knew going into this game, they could get pretty much whatever they wanted against Dan Quinn's defense. Micah Parsons early on in the game, he's wrecking the run game. Never impacted the passing game in a meaningful way. You got Jordan Love throwing fadeaway jumpers to wide open guys. Romeo Dobbs running free. Romeo Dobbs was outstanding in this game. Six for 151 and a score on six targets. Caught all of them. Caught the touchdown. Was was explosive all game. That's with Luke Musgrave playing. We'll see what the final numbers say, but Luke Musgrave playing, what, like 30, 40% of snaps, maybe less? Christian Watson playing 30, 40% of snaps, maybe less. Hopefully those guys come out of this game pretty healthy. We'll see, you know, and we'll see Jair Alexander, what the situation is there. Seemed like he tweaked that ankle. Hopefully you give him another full week to recover and, and he can be okay. Remember, he hurt that ankle on Wednesday. So that, that's a quick turnaround to Sunday. Hopefully with a week, he can get taped up and he's got to play Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk. It's Packers 49ers round a million. It is, it is remarkable what this offense was able to do against this defense. Like, let's not lose sight of the fact that Jordan Love is a first-year starter. To go out and tie the franchise record for points. And nothing fluky, like the Jair Alexander interception. Okay, that's cool. But like when the Packers, the last time they scored 40-plus, which by the way, 2010. The last time they scored 48 was that 2010 game. They got a pick six from Tremont Williams. Darnell Savage gets the pick six in this game. So it wasn't like Jordan Love does all of the things. But this Packers team putting up 48 on the Cowboys, it is a remarkable performance. Like this Cowboys defense, much better than that Atlanta Falcons defense from 2010. This was on the year, one of the best defenses in the league. And the Packers, it was like they weren't even there. And if not for the score, the Packers could have kept going. Like if the Packers needed to keep going, they could have gotten to 50 plus in this game. No problem. Like just the offense could have gotten there. They got whatever they wanted against Dan Quinn. Running, passing didn't matter. And it just, it cannot be said enough. It never looked too big for Jordan Love. It never looked too big for Jordan Love. 16 of 21 for 272. That's a 13 yard per attempt average. Three touchdowns, no picks, no sacks. No picks, no sacks. Just three quarterback hits from the Cowboys on the day. That is the offensive line doing an absolute job. Doing an absolute job. Job on Micah Parsons, on Demarcus Lawrence, on Oso Odigizua. Like, th this is a really good Cowboys pass rush, and it did not even matter. The Packers absolutely dominated them. Is it going to translate to the 49ers? We'll see. I'm not worried about that right now, today, because this is one of the one of the great moments of the last 15 years of Packers history. It really is. It is one of the truly great moments 
I, I, we could probably even go back further than that because like 2007 was that, that last gasp Brett Favre era. But before that it had been kind of, kind of bad. Like the last, let, let's go last 25 years. This is one of the greatest moments in the last 25 years of Packers history because of who you did it against on the road, a seven seed who had never, oh my God, who had never beaten the two seed because in six games, that's such a telling sample size. Give me an entire break. Now you have an offense though, that looks like they can beat anybody. They can score on anyone. And I said this in our, in our conversation with Marcus Mosher, I said it all week. I said it against the Vikings. I said it against the bears. I don't care who the defense is. Green Bay is going to be able to score against whatever defense you put out there in front of them. And this 49ers defense, like we'll have plenty of time to talk about this matchup. They're good, but like they're not materially better than this Cowboys defense. They're not. So, okay. The Packers can score against anybody and they proved it in the playoffs. Jordan Love proved it in the playoffs. It is not unlike, frankly, in a lot of ways, that first playoff game that the Packers had with the Cardinals only kind of in reverse where Aaron Rodgers had the most auspicious debut for a quarterback in league history in the postseason. He was terrific against the Cardinals. It was the most productive day in league history for a, a first-time starter in the postseason. You can make the case Jordan Love played better. Off-platform, pressure in his face, on-time, on-schedule plays, accurate throws, making good decisions. And let me just... I have to call out the Wicks touchdown. That one was marvelous. You're, you're just outside the red zone. You get a pressure look. Jordan Love goes to the cadence. He gets Dallas to show the pressure. It is a zero blitz. Dan Quinn saw Jordan Love against the Minnesota Vikings and just Jordan Love torching a zero blitz and thought, nah, I can get him though. Jordan Love gets them to ID to show what they're running. He changes the protection, keeps an extra two guys in. Dontavian Wicks beats Stephon Gilmore and Jordan Love knows he can throw that ball up to the middle of the field. And with a free runner, like they, they blocked it up, but they still, you only have so many with a free runner. The quarterback's got to account for that guy. Jordan Love, half pumps and gets the ball out perfectly on a line to Dontavian Wicks. That is the stuff from Jordan Love we've seen the last few years, or excuse me, the last few games, the last second half of the season in total command of everything this offense is doing. And it makes this team remarkably dangerous regardless of who they play. Like if you can go on the road and beat this Dallas Cowboys defense and not just beat them, beat the crap out of them, you can score points against anyone. And whether it's this playoffs, it's next playoffs, whatever, this team has proven. They have the proof of concept. They can hang with anyone in the National Football League scoring points per point. And the Cowboys came back and they did their thing and they made it, they made it aesthetically a little bit better. But this was a 30-point game in the fourth quarter. This game was over. 
The Packers dominated this game. Don't let anyone tell you different. This was toast. And the Packers made sure of it. Now, the defense. We got to talk about the defense a little bit. The good. There's plenty of good. We're going to talk about the good and a little bit of the bad. We'll talk about all of it in just a second here on Locked on Packers. Today's episode brought to you by our friends at Game Time. Buying tickets shouldn't be a hassle. You want to go to Santa Clara? Go see the, Pack the Packers play the 49ers? Tickets are, it's going to cost you something. But if you want a good deal, I'm telling you, Game Time is the place to do it. Last minute tickets, flash deals, zone deals. It's easy to buy and find tickets. Every different part of the arena, of the stadium, wherever you're going. See the view from your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. All in prices. Throw you the total up front so you know what you're getting before you get there. Buy tickets in seconds with game time. Plus, find exclusive flash deals and sponsored deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, and a lot more. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time. Download the game time app, create an account, and use code locked on for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, Create an account and redeem the code locked on for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, the lowest price guaranteed. Today's episode also brought to you by our friends at Jace Medical. I know we come to sports to escape from some of the crazy realities of real life, but let's just talk about being prepared for a second. The Packers clearly very prepared to come in and attack this Dan Quinn defense. According to the FDA, pharmacies are running out of antibiotics like amoxicillin right in the middle of the season where everyone gets sick. That's scary. I can't imagine a more helpless feeling than if my wife or one of my kids, my kids are both under four, if they got sick while a supply chain issue kept them from the life-saving medication they needed. Thankfully, we'll be okay because of Jace Medical. The Jace case is a pack of five different antibiotics to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, UTIs, respiratory infections, sinusitis, skin infection, among others. This stuff can happen to any of us. Visit jacemedical.com and complete your physician encounter It'll be reviewed by a board-certified physician and your medications will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular costs. It's never been easier and more important to be prepared than it is today. Go to jacemedical.com and use the offer code LOCKEDON for $20 off your order. We have to give credit to the way that this defense started the game. This was, as I mentioned, 27 to nothing at one point. Darnell Savage with the pick six made it 27 to nothing. A, a Jair Alexander interception set up on third down made it 14 to nothing. For most of the game, for most of the game, when the Packers were trying to do the things that they wanted to do to stop this Dallas Cowboys offense, they did it. They played some man coverage. They mixed coverages really nicely. C.D. Lamb, even, even 32 points. If I told you ahead of time that C.D. Lamb, he ends up with nine for 110 in like the fakest line ever. 17 targets for C.D. Lamb. Nine for 110. Did not score. He really was not a factor in this game. Like he... He was in that, he, he put together a lot of statistics ultimately, but in terms of affecting the outcome, he didn't really. Jake Ferguson was a much bigger problem for the Packers. Three touchdowns, 
middle of the field. This is going to be a big thing this week for the Packers as they try and prepare for George Kittle and all the things that, that the 49ers do in the middle of the field. A lot of the same issues that the Packers would have had against Dak Prescott if they had actually attacked the middle of the field. Coming up here against San Francisco with an even better group of skill players and an even better play caller. But the defense did what they needed to do. Two interceptions in the first half. You turn it into 14 points directly. The defense gets you seven. You set up Jordan Love to get another seven. And that ends up being essentially the, the, the difference in the game. Two touchdowns. Packers win by 16. They should have set the record in this game. It should have been 49 because Anders Carlson misses the field goal or misses the extra point. Because these were this was seven tuds, as Malathor would say. Seven legit touchdowns. So defensively, you got pressure on Dak Prescott in the first half. Keyshawn Nixon coming up on a third down and making a stick tackle in the backfield for a sack. Devondre Campbell getting a sack. Lucas Van Ness in the second half getting a sack. Preston Smith ending the game on a sack. The pass rush was a factor. All of these guys impacted the game. We didn't we didn't see Rashawn Gary at the end. I don't know if that was just a, a game script thing. Game's out of hand. Let these young guys cook. I don't know why we, Preston Smith would have been out there. Same thing with, with uh, Kenny Clark. You had Devontae Wyatt and Kobe Wooden and Carl Brooks out there, but not Kenny Clark. I wonder if that was just a we're sitting our guys kind of thing late, even though the game was close enough that maybe you didn't think you needed to do that. But the defense, when the game mattered, the defense played really well. Really well. Had a really good plan. They did not travel with, with CeeDee Lamb. They didn't need to. They, they passed off really well in zone coverage. And early on, they, it, they, they did not move Jair to follow CeeDee. But early on, at least, whoever was on CeeDee Lamb, especially when he lined up on the boundary, was within five yards of him for the most part. So they didn't press him. In fact, they didn't press him much at all. But they were not going to give him those free access slant routes that we talked about at the end of the week last week. Packers were the worst team defending slants in the league last year, or this, this last season. It is technically last year, I suppose. And the, and the Cowboys just didn't attack them there. I don't know why, and I think we'll see Debo and, and Brandon Ayuk probably do that this week. But this was actually a good defensive game plan from Joe Barry until the middle of the fourth quarter. And then it was just way too soft, way too conservative, pulled the starters way too early on offense and defense. I mean, you, you should not have to go into your victory cigar, backup quarterback stuff with six minutes left, up 30 and ever have to put your starters back in. Just should not have to do that. Now, it happens in basketball because of the three-point shot. Like, you're up 25 with five minutes left. You pull your guys. They make five three-pointers in a row, and all of a sudden, it's 10 points, and you got to put your starters back in. That should not happen in the NFL. But they get two quick scores, two-point conversion. The Packers played incredibly soft. Like, it was just not the defense that they played the whole game. And that's the part that I think is frustrating if you're a Packers fan. You're like, Okay, look, I know that the score has gotten out of hand, but then like when it's a three-score game, maybe tighten up a little. When it's a two-score game, maybe tighten up a little. It still took, you know, a, a fourth down stop at the end to not make it a one-score game and you have to, 
you, you have to recover an onside kick and all that stuff. Like, what if this had gone to an onside kick up eight? Your heart would have been in your throat. Don't lie. Like, the Packers beat the crap out of the Cowboys, and it could have been an eight-point game. That would have been pretty, now with 30 seconds left, like, okay, okay. Still, I think defensively, this was a really good performance when it mattered, but, but, if you're the kind of person who wants to see Joe Barry gone, this is, this is what you want to see. <laughs> they win. But you want to shoot out. And so you can't say, if you're Joe Barry, you can't go, oh, well, you know, two interceptions, pick six. Like, I should, I should get a contract extension. Uh, no. No, that's not the situation. Now, it's a different case next week against a team that Joe Barry had a really good plan against in 2021. And this is the thing about the Joe Barry defense. You go back and you look at the best performances that they have put together. It has been in the biggest games against the best teams. Go back to 2021. On the road, the undefeated Cardinals, they play great. Patrick Mahomes, on the road, they play great. The defense was awesome in that game. They shut out Russell Wilson. They, they did one of the better jobs against Joe Burrow of any team in the league. They beat the crap out of Jimmy Garoppolo in that 2021 playoff game. That was a huge game. Defense came through. And in the second half of last year, it was the defense that came up big when they needed it to. Three interceptions against Tua. You got a couple against Baker Mayfield. They even played well against the Detroit Lions when they were like the best offense in the league over the second half of the season. It was the offense that couldn't score in that week 18 game. In the biggest game, like big, we might have to start calling him big game Joe Barry. Because in the biggest games, they seem to play their best. It's a different kind of challenge this week because this 49ers offense is unbelievable. They are like, for parts of the year, they were they were up there with like the 2007 Patriots and the greatest show on turf Rams as the most effective and most ruthlessly efficient offenses we've ever seen. You better have an A-plus game plan for that. But the good news for the Packers, and this is something, you know, I, I didn't want to get into it a lot before the game, but I mentioned the some of the, the post-2016 malaise for the Packers playoff teams. And the 2019 game, one of the reasons why the 49ers were able to continue to run the ball so effectively is because the Packers offense never made them Never made them pass. Never made them feel stressed. So they could just keep running the ball and dominating. This Packers offense, I, I trust them to be able to score. I trust them to hang in these games and to force teams to say, crap, we got, we're going to have to score a bunch in this game to win. We're going to have to score a bunch in this game to win. And, I, I you know, going into the 2019-2021 seasons, I expected that to be kind of true, although we kind of all knew the 2019 team was a little fraudulent offensively. But I said this, and everydayers going back to 2020 and 2021 will remember this. The biggest and best run defense for any team is your offense. 
the Chiefs played that same 49ers team in 2021 or 2019. They couldn't stop the run either. I think they gave up like six or eight yards per carry in that Super Bowl. But they scored. They kept scoring. They didn't let the 49ers become one-dimensional and allow them to just say, we're just going to run it and run it and run it and run it. Uh-huh. This Packers offense looks like that. That's what Jaden Reed doing nothing. That's what Christian Watson at 75%. That's what Luke Musgrave on a snap count. And this is the version of the offense that we're getting. We're going to talk about the upside of this team in just a second because, man, it is fun here on Locked on Packers. Today's episode brought to you by our friends at FanDuel. Seven-point underdogs the Packers were against the Dallas Cowboys headed into Dallas. I had a I had a same-game parlay. I just needed Jordan Love to run one time, basically nine and a half yards, and I, I was going to hit it something like seven to one. Um, but I had the Packers to cover seven and a half. I would say. I would say they did it. Aaron Jones hit his rushing total. Uh, Jordan Love hit his passing total. Thank you very much. Yes, I had them. Wonderful. Right now, new customers get 150 bucks in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's 150 bucks in bonus bets. If you win or you lose, you are going to get good odds with the Packers headed to San Francisco. Have not seen the lines yet. My guess would be the Packers are going to be two to one on the money line. Maybe, maybe better odds even, maybe longer odds even. FanDuel is going gonna, is gonna to help you want to bet the Packers. I'm telling you that right now. Live same-game parlays. Find bets in the new Explore tab. Make a parlay in the Parlay Hub. The best way to find popular parlays and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and get that $150 in bonus bets, win or lose on your first one. Make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. And thanks to everyone who makes Locked On Packers their first listen every day. We hope you like starting your day with us as much as we like starting our day with you. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports today here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. I understand the 49ers are going to be a scary team. Who cares? Who cares? And and here's why I say that. Before the game, we heard from Tom Rinaldi. And the the quote that I just thought was so so wonderful and telling was first of all Tom Rinaldi saying that that Matt LaFleur told him he wanted to make the game grimy is just all-time great. Like, that is just goat stuff for Matt LaFleur. But then the other, the other one, which is so, so wonderfully Matt LaFleur and, and perfect for this game where nobody's underdogs, all that stuff, is he said, nobody believes in us, so we might as well throw some haymakers. This is the plan. This is the plan. No one thinks the Packers can go into San Francisco and win, including, I assume, a lot of Packer fans. It's going to be the same message all week. 
No one thinks we can win, so just go out and throw your haymakers. And this is not the team with all the 49ers scar tissue. Aaron Jones was on those teams. Elton Jenkins was on those teams. Some of the some of the defense was on those teams, certainly on those 2019 teams. Jerry Alexander, Rashawn Gary, Darnell Savage. Most of this team wasn't, Kenny Clark. Most of this team wasn't. In fact, a lot of this team wasn't even on the team for the 2021 49ers game. Most of this offense wasn't. And Jordan Love, who was there, was not on the field playing. How good can this Green Bay Packers team be? As good as they want to be. As good as they want to be. And they showed it in this game. They showed it in this game. They can put 40 on anyone. What is what is what was the the line from Jim Harbaugh on Monday? It's been the Michigan thing all year. Who's got it better than us? Who's got it better than us? Young superstar in the making at quarterback. One of the best play callers and head coaches in the league. A running back playing at a superstar level. Forget the rest. Forget the defense. Go win a shootout. Go win 41-38. Why not? Why not, Green Bay? Why not? This game is evidence they can start and play and win against anyone. And if they don't, they weren't supposed to anyway. They weren't, even, they weren't even supposed to be here. They weren't even supposed to be here. So who cares? Who cares? It's house money. It's found money. It's whatever. And, and a team with nothing to lose, they're dangerous. They are dangerous. And the Packers, I'm telling you, they are going to be dangerous in this game. Matt LaFleur is sick and tired of losing to Kyle Shanahan. And you know what? So is Sean McVay. And so he gave, he went in and won. And guess what else? Guess what else? Who are you scared of in the AFC? Who are you scared of in the AFC? If you, if you, like, Dallas, I, I think the two best teams in the league. Okay, the three best teams in the league. Baltimore, San Francisco, Dallas. And I think there's a, there's a, a clear tier of everyone else. And maybe you can say Baltimore and San Francisco are, are in a tier by themselves at the top. You already beat Dallas. Now you have to play San Francisco. Beat the 49ers. And there's, like, you can beat anybody. Beat the 49ers. You can go win the Super Bowl. Shock the world. Why not? Why not? If you're out of the floor, you're saying, why not us? 48 points on the road in Jerry World against the top five defense with, with the youngest team in the league. Why not us? You got to be saying if you're Matt LaFleur, why not us? And why not the Packers? Why not the Packers? 
this offense, the two best offenses left in the playoffs are the Packers and the 49ers. They're playing on Sunday. Now the 49ers have a much better defense. We know that. But you got a turnover on a third down. You got a pick six. Your defense got you enough plays. The 49ers are probably going to keep coming. They're going to keep scoring. And so you don't have to worry about letting up. You're going to have to keep playing. Why not the Packers? Why not? That's going to be the message all week. And again, if they lose, who cares? Who cares? They weren't supposed to be here anyway. They weren't even supposed to make the playoffs. Seven and a half points was the win total before the year. They had the fourth, the fourth best odds to win the NFC North. The fourth best odds. So this is gravy, man. This is gravy. Play loose, play free, play the way, exactly the way that you just did. Except in the last, you know, seven, eight minutes of the fourth quarter. And you can beat anybody. We're going to have an absolute blast breaking down this game all week long. I cannot wait. I cannot wait for Crossover Thursday with Brian Peacock and Eric Crocker. We might get both. We might get one. I don't know. I'm, ha I'm having a blast. The playoff chain is out. Wear your playoff chains this week, people. Wear them out. Wear them proudly. The Green Bay Packers. Matt LaFleur has never, he's made, in, in five seasons as an NFL coach, he's made the playoff four times. He's never not been to the divisional round. He's a lock to go to the divisional round. Now, okay, three first round buys. But now he's got to win. A win too. One of the winningest coaches in NFL history, Matt LaFleur and the Green Bay Packers. It is time to get the monkey off the back this week. Jordan Love, Aaron Jones. How, how are you not excited? How do you not have a big smile on your face after all of this? Follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter. There's 49ers fans in the chat already. In the ready time. Already talking spicy. That's how you know they're scared. That's how you know they're scared. Because they're here. Because they're here talking. They're here talking. Follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. You didn't hear that. Follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Shout out Brian Peacock and Eric Crocker. Follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter, Locked on Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked on Packers. And anytime you want to come hang out with us live, like we will be this weekend, whenever that game is, come subscribe to us on our Locked on Packers YouTube page, where we are right now live breaking down the game so you can stay Locked on Packers.